You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, this is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. It's Evan Giddings. It's Mark Grandy. We're coming at you twice a week here in the offseason. Uh, make sure to keep an eye out for all the content we got coming your way. A lot of good stuff and, of course, a lot of draft potential covered coming up as we move closer towards that date this summer. Okay, Mark, so we talked about the NFC West, which, as we mentioned, outside of Seattle is just down in the dumps. Everyone's kind of shedding. Even Seattle, really their biggest move was internal, keeping their quarterback. But as far as the rest of the NFC, because I think this is the big reason why people are so optimistic about San Francisco and their chance to at least get back to the NFC title game next year is because really the only team in front of last season, uh, Philadelphia, revamped the way that the 49ers did so right now if you're looking at the nfc to me it's it's san francisco even without a quarterback and then you're looking at the rest of the teams that try and climb up towards where the 49ers currently are i wanted to talk about this because um i have just like an off-season crush on what the detroit lions are doing the Detroit Lions are having one hell of an offseason, Evan. And I am sc- they're going to win the NFC North, okay? I am putting that out there right now. You're listening to this Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. We will come back to this in December, Evan. The Detroit Lions will win the NFC North in 2023. Take a look at what they've done. And this is, of course, coming off of a fantastic season last year where they just barely missed the playoffs because something that, you know, at the last week of the season, the Seahawks won, they beat the Rams. The, the uh, Lions still then came out and beat the Packers on the road in Lambeau. They add CJ Gardner, Johnson, great defensive back from the Philadelphia Eagles. They signed David Montgomery as the replacement for Jamal Williams um, who, who left to go to New Orleans. We talked about Emmanuel Mosley last week, the Niners corner, who we all thought was coming back off of an ACL tear. They sign him. They get Cameron Sutton, the veteran corner from the Steelers as well. And they brought back a couple of their own free agents. They had a fantastic, they are having a fantastic offseason, Evan. Um, And I, for one, am convinced the Detroit Lions, they are firmly in the top five in the NFC. You cannot tell me otherwise. They might be the fourth. They might be the third best team in the NFC. They are going to be a problem. I am telling you this right now. The Lions, watch out. Look, I will say this. I was on the Lions bandwagon. I think it was about Thanksgiving of this past season. I just, I think they're an exciting team to watch. I think they're a lot of fun. They put up a lot of points. Their offense is fantastic. Uh, shout out to Amon Ron St. Brown, a part of this year's uh, fantasy championship squad. So <laughs> I, I do love them, but here's my thing, Mark. Number one, I cannot ignore, they are still the Detroit Lions. 
And even when this team has been set up as sexy as they have, maybe in the past, I don't know, 20 years, this is potentially the best roster they've ever had. They've still found ways to mess things up. And so that is something I'm keeping in the back of my mind. Number two, I know they added a decent amount of pieces, but what did they not address that really was their weakness last year? It was, it was their defense. Like they, they, they couldn't get stops when they needed to. They couldn't limit teams. I know they could blow the roof off of the scoreboard, but occasionally they would run into a 38-35 shootout and they might be on the opposite side of a potential W. That's my only concern with Detroit. I also think, I know you hate the Vikings, but I'm, I'm telling you, like, they're not as bad as, I know they're not as good as they were last year, but I don't know if there's enough regression and then, uh, I don't know if you want to say ascension, whatever, to the mean for me to feel comfortable with automatically penciling in the Detroit Lions as the NFC North winner. And then, of course, in the scope of the NFC, even if, yes, they are a top five team, which I am with you on, on the roster, Winning the offseason does not guarantee you win the division, and it certainly does not mean I see them as a threat to the 49ers entering next season. I don't know if I go so far as saying a threat to the 49ers, but I think they did address the defense, specifically in the secondary. Uh, safety Ch Ch Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles, who was great this past year, Cam Sutton and Emmanuel Mosley as your two corners. I think the team is going to be much improved defensively. Aiden Hutchinson was really good off the edge as a rookie last year. He should continue to get better. We know about their offense. They didn't lose much there. Jamison Williams, the rookie wide receiver from Alabama, who played the last couple of weeks of the season, he likely, knock on wood if you're a Lions fan, will be fully healthy for the beginning of the season and ready to go. I really like them. I think the NFC North is a weak division as well. So winning that isn't as impressive as, say, winning the NFC East or winning the NFC West, potentially. The West is top-heavy with the 49ers, but maybe a, a higher high than the NFC North. Um, but I think they're they're going to host a playoff game because they win their division, and that is, that is really impressive. The one other team who I think has had a really good offseason in the NFC, and this pains me to say it, it's the Dallas Cowboys. They've had a really good offseason, quietly. They franchise-tagged Tony Pollard. They are moving on from Ezekiel Elliott, which they should have done a couple of years ago. And quietly, they acquired via trade, not even by free agent signing, but via trade, a couple of really quality veterans. Stephon Gilmore at a corner spot, who I know he's past his prime, but that's a former Defensive Player of the Year. Also, wide receiver Brandon Cooks, who... For some reason, he's bounced around a ton in his career, but wherever he's gone, he's been productive. You're telling me he can't be a solid number two or number three in that offense behind C.D. Lamb and company? I know they lost Dalton Schultz, their tight end, but the Cowboys have had a really good offseason as well, and that's a team who was already pretty good last year. Um, so they're probably safely there in, in the top three in the NFC. Um, I, I think for me, those are probably the top two off seasons in the NFC. The Niners aren't quite at that level, in my opinion. There's still a lot of time left, but for me, the the Lions and the 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 Cowboys top two off seasons in the NFC for me. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I can't argue against that. The team that I would throw into the mix, whether you, whatever order you want to put it in, would be the New Orleans Saints uh, because they addressed their biggest need, which was the quarterback position. Yeah, true. You also mentioned the Detroit Lions, Jamal Williams. Well, he's now in uh, New Orleans, and we don't know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. He's got some off-the-field issues that certainly need to be addressed, but I feel like they have at least vamped the running back position enough to not get by or be a better team without him, but potentially – um, have a backup plan if he's not available. They also added a couple of defensive line pieces that I think are better than potentially who they had last year. Um, able to re-sign Cam Jordan, tight end Juwan Johnson, go Ducks. So go Bears, you know, I, Cam Johnson too, huh? Cam yeah, Jordan, Cam, sorry, Cam Jordan. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> uh, by the way, your 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 winner of the off season is quarterback by Gordon Golden Bears. So, uh, shout out shout out Cal here. We don't we don't got a lot of W's these days. But Mark, and the other reason why I like the New Orleans Saints is because like, if you're talking about a weak division, well, the NFC South is wide freaking open. Tom Brady leaves, and they barely won the division last year to begin with. So for me, that's a division that easily could have a team, again, you know, with a near to even below sub-500 record get into the playoffs and host a playoff game. I don't think Atlanta is, is going to get better unless they decide to, I don't know, go out and sign Lamar Jackson, who they're reportedly out on. Uh, I don't think that Tampa Bay right now is a team that I worry much about without their quarterback. And even so, I don't think their weaponry is going to have a signal caller good enough to get them the ball. Um, and, you know, the, the Saints right now are in a prime position, I think, to, to take that division. So for me, I guess if we're looking at the rest of the NFC, and this is kind of a look at how weak it is at this point for San Francisco, um, that is the offseason that I like the most because I think they addressed where they need to. Also, as far as the NFC North is concerned, it does appear like Aaron Rodgers is going to leave. Not that he was extremely good last year, but of course that does create more of an opportunity for your upstart Detroit Lions to get into the playoffs and win that division. So look, the rest of the NFC, I don't think stacked up necessarily well. Um, I think the Eagles took a lot of hits, including Gardner Johnson, he mentioned going to the Lions. I also think that playing on a defense as good as the Philadelphia Eagles were certainly helped him play as well as he did. And now playing with the Lions might get exposed a little bit. But the rest of the NFC, like I think the the 49ers certainly didn't get better in free agency with the amount of pieces they lost, but they held serve more than I would say any of the other teams outside of potentially the three that we just mentioned. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the Eagles because they did exactly the opposite of what you're saying. They they weren't able to hold serve, and it's nothing against them. It's really difficult when you have a team full of players like the Eagles on short-term contracts that play and have an incredible season, and that's what the Eagles did. But you look at the guys that they had, you know, that, that became free agents. Of course, you know Javon Hargrave, the newest 49ers defensive tackle. He was incredible. The Eagles did get James Bradbury back. It didn't look like they were going to, but they did. Their elite corner. Um, they did get back Jason Kelsey, their longtime center. Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle, who's been there basically his whole career. They got 
both of those guys back. They lose a couple of other offensive linemen, though, Dillard and Simalu. They they lose Miles Sanders, the running back who broke 1,000 yards for the first time in his career this past season. T.J. Edwards, their linebacker, is now a Chicago Bear. Another safety, Marcus Epps, is a Las Vegas Raider. We, we mentioned Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is now with the Detroit Lions. They lost a ton of talent this offseason, and I know we have talked about this. We talked about this right after the Super Bowl that this was coming for the Eagles. Now we'll see how they are able to bounce back. Do they have enough depth already? Are there guys that were in waiting last year that didn't get much playing time because of all this talent? We will see. But if you had to ask, Evan, which team in the NFC lost the most talent from last season to now, for me, it's no contest. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. It doesn't mean they're going to be bad. It doesn't mean they're going to not win that division. Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback and will probably be even better next year. But they lost a ton of talent. I, if The Niners maybe didn't get much better. Maybe they didn't get much worse. They stayed the same. But the gap, I think, however you want to think about it, maybe got closer between the Niners or the and the Eagles, or maybe the Niners surpassed the Eagles with, with what's happened so far this offseason. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think the draft will play into this as well. We'll certainly keep an eye on who the Niners are monitoring. Of course, the positions of need we've already addressed and we'll continue to address this offseason as we continue on. This has been the 415ers podcast. We appreciate you tuning in as always twice a week here in the offseason. Mark Grandy and Evan Giddings with you on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.